right, let's let's move on then. On the line is uh, Max Lapierre. I was going to say, you know, we'll write a column for the independent newspapers, but Max will correct me and say, not anymore. Things have indeed changed. So, 15 minutes with Max Lapierre. Good chatting to you, Max. Hi. Good morning, Ashraf. Nice to talk to you, man. Good morning, indeed. I see someone tweeted, uh, and you may have read it, say, why would you want to get Max? I mean, almost suggesting, I mean, there must be something more exciting. But but I will say this on the air, you know, and, and interesting, we had a debate the other day uh, on the afternoon show about that I do about the role of, of white South Africans and whether they've been adequately acknowledged. And I know, uh, and I probably told this when I met you once a few years ago, that uh, I think your role in setting up the Freya Wierkblatt uh, cannot go unnoticed. I think it was so critically, critically important uh, in, in changing the mindset, uh, certainly from, a, from an Afrikaans-speaking audience, but also changing the mindset for people like us to say, if Afrikaners are talking about this, about my country and how it must change, then clearly things will change for the better. So, you know, I'll say this publicly, well done. I think fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think few people um, remember that time. We have very short memories in South Africa. I saw another guy uh, tweeted to you just now saying ask uh, Max if he was ever part of the Bruderbond, Afrikaner Bruderbond media <laughs> yeah, pe- pe- people forget easily uh, I might disagree I might agree with the, the first guy saying why on earth would you want to talk to me I you know it could be boring but let's try and liven it up and and, and talk about stuff <laughs> absolutely yeah so 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 what, what are you like outside that that public persona via via columns because you certainly write great columns. But what are you like away from it all? I would say, Ashraf, that um, there is quite a difference between my private personality and how people perceive me. I seem to have uh, earned a reputation as a troublemaker, as someone courting. Uh, controversy all the time um, and I don't think it's that way I, I'm quite a peaceful guy I'm I'm quite content I have a family I have five dogs uh, I read a, a lot I listen to good music a lot um, my passion is history I spend most of my time researching history South African history especially pre-colonial history and I write about it a lot and yet people say, well, you know, he, he is followed by trouble. I think it's just a, a matter of, um, I, I find it difficult, and maybe it's just the simplistic nature uh, of my personality. I find it very difficult to not speak my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find it very difficult to serve another master but my own mind and my own heart. Um, because the minute you start lying, uh, then you have to, uh, it gets progressively worse. Then you have to keep up with your lies. The minute you start serving a political party or a mm. political grouping, you're in trouble as, as a commentator and as a journalist. So I followed the, 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 the easy way, and that is, um, thankfully, uh, I had seen some things as a journalist, which explains why... I didn't, as a younger man, uh, walk the the normal route of Afrikaner males of my age, mm-hmm. and I just call it as I see it. And one thing that I can say now is that a lot of people say, especially from the right wing, 
they like me a little bit more sometimes when I criticize Zuma, and then most of them say, well, you know, why have you changed your tune? The one thing I can say, I have been consistent. I have been saying exactly the same things for 30 years. Which is, which uh, is what? Consistent saying what? Which is, I am driven um, by a sense of um, justice, uh, freedom of speech, human dignity. Uh, human dignity is, is one of the most important things, I think, in life. And wherever I see people's dignity being impugned, then I feel driven to stand up and I see injustice. I stand for democracy and freedom and open government and clean government. And that's what moved me to abandon uh, a good career as a 24-year-old in the Afrikaans media to move over to the English uh, language media. Mm -hmm. And when I encountered virtually the same attitudes there, I started a newspaper called Trevjeklat, which from day one said we only have one job, and that is to fight apartheid and give the voice of the majority and the voice of the liberation movement let their voices be heard in the Afrikaans community. I'll get some calls. People I know want to talk to Max Rupi as we chat to him for 15 minutes. I mean, this is really no agenda. We're just talking. I mean, that's really the plan, sort of having coffee on air, right? 089-1104207-34701 if you're SMSing, and you can tweet whether you find him dull or not. Either way, you certainly can do so uh, at Ashraf Garda, and of course at Max Dupree as, as, uh, as well, right? How, how difficult then was it, Max, from, from speaking to truth where the opposition was apartheid to to now where the opposition, where, where in fact the truth is that we have a uh, a democratically elected government, but many people are finding fault with it. Uh, but the same government that effectively assisted all of us in killing off apartheid. How, how difficult has it been in making that adjustment from, from a journalistic point of view? Yeah, I think that's a very relevant point to make, Ashraf. Um, um, I, some people who have read me in the last few months and, and years would know that I have serious criticism, I voice serious criticism of uh, the government of, of President Jacob Zuma. But there's one fundamental difference. This is a legitimate government. This is a democratically elected government. Uh, we have a new moral order. We have a new fantastic constitution. So the, the, the criticism one has now comes from a whole different place than the criticism I had against the apartheid regime, which was an illegitimate uh, regime. Uh, it was, an, it was an, an evil system before. It, it did not... It, the, the, the government that I opposed then of, of Boerta and de Klerk did not have the support of the majority of South Africans, like the ANC mm, government mm, has mm, now. Mm, mm. So, when I open my mouth, people need to immediately know that. Um, but it is also true that, that a democratically elected government uh, can make mistakes. And, and, and I, if I were to be less critical of this government, I would have said that this is uh, a question, a case of the soft bigotry of low expectations that, okay, now we're going to have a liberation movement in the government. Okay, now we're going to have a black government. So mm -hmm. let's lower mm -hmm. our standards. Mm -hmm. I refuse to do that.
Yeah. All right. Let's get let's get some quick calls, and we'll talk about other things as well, as well as your your new column and, and when that's going to happen. Uh, John in Bloemfontein. Hi. Morning, Ashraf. A wonderful program. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Max Supriya, sadly, it's not much luck, but some of the people in Bloemfontein, when I've mentioned his name, he, he's written excellent books, but more importantly, we as South Africans tend to whine and moan. And he wrote a very good article that was in MoneyWeb, mm-hmm. and that is uh, 2015 is the year of Do It Yourself. I'm not going to take um, um, sing his praises too much, let him sing his own praises, <laughs> but it's a wonderful, wonderful column. Do It Yourself in 2015. Thanks very much. Well, well if you can, maybe tweet it to me or others will sort of Google it right away. Do it yourself. I can't do that. Thank you. Well, I'm sure Max will do that. Max, you can tweet that. Do it yourself. 2015, the year of do it yourself. Uh, I'm not sure who's he talking about. Government, myself, or just about anybody else. Fine. But what's the one thing about you we don't, you know, um, we we don't, you don't quite get right. In terms of you being, are you misunderstood by people? I think sometimes, especially on social media, um, I see people who um, react in the moment, um, and and then I think, yeah, they don't get the whole picture. But I think that is the nature of Twitter and Facebook, and I I'm not too too uh, disturbed by being attacked on Facebook and Twitter because that's just the nature of social media. I think younger people. Um, especially young black people, frustrated black people, see a white man with an Afrikaans name mm, yeah. uh, expressing certain p- positions, and they feel, who the hell is this guy? Where does he come from? Like the guy who said, you know, I come from the Afrikaner brother one. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and, you know, one's just got to be patient. Uh, young people uh, don't know much about uh, history. We've been very bad in South Africa about remembering what was going on. And and I thought, if I look back on my career, uh, the most important thing that I had ever done was doing the Truth Commission special report for the SABC yeah. over two years every Sunday night, because that was bringing a sense of history to ordinary South Africans. This is what happened before. And I feel very strongly that, that we, we have short memories and we, we don't... Uh, recall what happened and people other people say well you know why don't you just leave the past behind and move into the future well you look at history in the world and where people have done that you just pile up more problems you have to have a sense of where we come from all of us yeah to know where we're going well someone says does mr dupree still dislike rhodesians as much as he used to you may want to comment on that <laughs> yeah i i i don't like any i don't dislike any class of people I dislike attitudes and I think I know where this thing comes from this quote comes from yes I I, I didn't like what many uh, of those people who called themselves white Rhodesians I didn't like their attitudes I didn't like the role they played in Zimbabwe uh, and I was very critical of them and if they change their minds and they live here and in a new democracy and they accept our current order, uh, then I welcome them. It's the, been one of the magic things of my life is people coming to me now and saying, well, you know, we, we totally agree with you, but 20 years ago we would have shot you in the streets. Mm, mm. And instead of being angry with them, I say, well, what a fantastic thing that we that South Africans have the capacity to change their minds and change their attitudes. All right. Interestingly, I'm talking about memory. Your 
issue with the independent newspapers in many ways was was one of maybe two or three catalysts that that got uh zelda lagrange lagrange to to in fact uh, tweet right what, what are your thoughts about about what she said i i that's a that's a heartbreak moment for me uh, i know her a little bit and and i thought she was a magnificent human being and if she had asked me for advice before she started the tweets, I, I would have said, please, Zelda, don't do it. Um, I, I, I look at what she said, and I remember the conversations I had with her, and I had interviewed her once on a documentary I made about uh, Nelson Mandela. And she needed 800 or 1,000 words to explain what she meant. But to to just dump it on on, on Twitter in 140 words, uh, I think people have really misunderstood her, and and so it wasn't a very good idea of uh, to do that. What I got that she she came back. She said she came back from overseas, and she was sort of uh, overwhelmed by some things, including on that same day the president calling me a racist mm, mm, mm. Um, because I said the Zuma wrecking ball is is invading yes. all our, our democratic institutions and and is, is is creating havoc and 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 it was a reaction from her it was an emotional reaction from her uh, and and I think she regrets it deeply and I think she, her brand name has suffered quite a lot. Yeah. And, and the advice you'd give her now? I would say, why, why don't you reopen your Twitter account? Uh, why don't you write something for the Sowetan or the City Press? Or, and come and say to us exactly what you meant. Tell us what is in your heart, not the 140 words, words angry. Mm. Characters, yeah. mm, but mm. come and tell us what what is really in your heart, because a large number of South Africans who had read a book and who knew about her are deeply disappointed because they they think that this was utterly racist what she said. I, I knowing her, I cannot believe that she had uh, a racist motive. Just frustration and anger. Okay, but but she lost it anyway, right? Some some comments about her saying. Max Dupier, uh, Ashraf, you have a critically balanced and world-class thinker in your studio. Um, Joe from Mahikang saying, uh, you are still great, Max. I can't forget the underground journalism. Keep on speaking truth to power. Non-conformism is not treason. And then uh, I'll take two calls very quickly. Kunrad saying, please ask Max about one of the little-known South African historical characters that's, uh, that he's researched called uh, Kunrad the Base. Maybe quick, quick thought on that? Yeah, it comes from one of my books. Uh, my popular history books it is called Of Warriors, Lovers and Prophets where I discovered this man and he was a trick boor he, he was a Dutch descendant in, in, the, uh, in the early 1700s and he moved uh, to the Eastern Cape and he was this weird man he had a large number of wives he at some point was married to the king to a Tosa king's mother. So the Tosa king had to call him dad. Uh, he caused many wars. The, the colonial governments all looked for him and tried to kill him. And then he moved through the country and, uh, and established a whole tribe. 
uh, in the northern parts of the country, okay. which is now called Beisdorf. And maybe we need to read more about it anyway. Right, let's take two quick calls. We, we're seriously running out of time here. Uh, David, go ahead. Hi. Yeah, it's David and Durban. What I'd like to know, uh, what I'd like to ask uh, Mr. Bree, uh, is he a Marxist? Does he believe that Nelson Mandela is a Marxist? And does he believe that Russia assisted the overthrow of the previous government? Okay, thank you so much for that. Right, Max, go ahead. I am not a Marxist. Uh, Nelson Mandela was not a Marxist. Um, and Russia... I think uh, I wrote a big piece in the Mail and Guardian about uh, this week about the, the the changes that happened on the second of February exactly mm. 25 years ago, trying to to explain why Declerc did what he did. Uh, one of the main things that that motivated him was the fall of the Berlin Wall exactly 25 years ago, mm. wiping out all. Uh, myths about there's a communist onslaught and so and the ANC will establish a communist government. Okay. Uh, well, you're not a Marxist, you're certainly a Maxist, some may say, right? <laughs> Sig, Sig, quick one from you. Hi, Sig. Hello. Uh, good morning to both of you. Thank I'm, you. I'm sorry that Max couldn't reciprocate the support which, which Zelda Lagrange expressed for his column, which was his most outspoken column in a long, long time. And, 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 and I, uh, I would hate him to revert to, to, to insipid middle of the roadism uh, because middle of the road uh, is is where where Chris Barnard got hit and he said that's the most dangerous place to be so Max please don't stay in the middle of the road you've got to be on the right side on the side of the good ones and Zelda feels unwelcome in this country wow is that right thanks okay. very much got that thank you so much Max middle of the road is that your path now. No. No, I think that is that is the last thing that people say of me that I'm in the middle of the road. In regards, if it regards uh, my comments about Zelda, nothing in the middle of the road or confusing about that. I say she shouldn't have used Twitter. She should have explained those things in a longer form. I know what's in her heart. She's not a racist, but she was perceived as one, uh, and so she should come out and explain why she was misunderstood. There's nothing in the middle of the road Right, and, and just two quick comments. What makes Max feel he's entitled to impose his thoughts uh, as the most civilized and acceptable? Why does he think that this constitution is the best just because it preserves white comfort? Comes from uh, Macheba. Uh, I'll, I'll do a couple more. Ashraf, Max made a huge difference over decades in South Africa and his courage, consistency is much appreciated. Uh, thanks for a great show. And another one, Leon saying Max is spot on. It's the duty of the of the proles to uh, keep a communist government honest in a democracy, especially when the new black nets start behaving like the old white nets. Truth to power, Max. Keep it up. Okay, Max, just quick thoughts on that. Comments if you can. Yeah, I, 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 you know, this this thing of this is a black government and the blacks in government and the, and, the, and the black nuts and so on. Um, a lot of white people make the mistake. They look at corruption in the present government. They look at President Zuma's uh, tactics, and and they see that as the behavior of black people. Uh, I think we have a bad government at the moment, but they're not bad because they're black. They're bad because they're bad politicians, and we got to get this thing out of our system. Of, of ascribing uh, motives and behavior to people because of their race. Let's look at Jacob Zuma, uh, whether he was white or pink or blue, would have been, uh, in my own personal view, not a very good president, and it has nothing to do with his color. Okay, two, two things. So, so can we ever get rid of the race card in describing people? 
Uh, not not for, for a long time. We're talking about the dream of a post-racial democracy. Uh, the wounds uh, of the past, the divisions of the past are too fresh. We still live that, that, some of that divisions, those divisions, and uh, we're not close to not referring to people's race. But we should strive towards that. that that's the dream of non-racialism. Mm-hmm. Non-racialism is, is not achievable as, as a dream in my lifetime, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't work very hard to get there. So interesting, apartheid is dead, but non-racialism as a, as a concept is not alive. Is, is that what you're saying? Well, we should keep it alive. I, I think it is still alive among the people. And, and that brings me to another last point, and that is we should differentiate people who get depressed about South Africa should say, uh, my position is we may have a bad president or a bad government, but the people of South Africa are magnificent, uh, freedom and democracy uh, were written in our hearts, and I see more Mandela's among South Africans than I see Jacob Zuma's among us. And there's a difference between a, an elected the government of the day and the nation itself. Okay, I'll give you one minute. Why then, why did you stop that column? Well, why did you pull out, in fact, with the independent newspaper column, and, and what are you going to do at News24? Yeah, I, I was very unhappy about uh, the way that the new ownership of independent media treated uh, the previous editor and some of the deputy editors of the Cape Times, the way they they moved in and cleaned house in the name of the nation, um, and it wasn't transformation at all. And uh, and then came the thing came to a crunch when I wrote this wrecking ball uh, mm. column, and the uh, leadership of the independent newspapers decided that I have to they have to apologise on my behalf. And they didn't consult with me. There was nothing to apologize for. There was not a single mistake. I said the president, uh, a, a judge had said that the president Juma had a corrupt relationship with Shabir Sheikh. And that is true. Five judges of the Supreme Court of Appeal said that. So I just thought that was uncalled for. I had shoddy treatment from them. And then I saw the two top editorial chiefs of the independent group parading in party colors uh, at a political rally. So you felt that was it, it, right? I feel tainted by this, and I have walked away from this kind of situation before. I'm not going to compromise now. I'm starting uh, a column on Tuesday with news24.com because it is the biggest uh, news platform in Africa. And And, and so my voice is going to be wired. And you don't think you'll be compromised there? No, because I am still going to write exactly what I've been writing. no, no one who wants me as a column columnist uh, would ever tell me what to write. Okay, and and I, people would watch it, watch what I write, and, and judge to, me according to that. To respond to Sig, uh, don't don't play the middle ground. Follow follow the right path, whatever that is. Right, Max Dupier, great chatting to you, um, and we look forward to your column on Tuesday and your tweet as well based around that column probably Thank need you. to get you in the studio one other one other day uh, in the afternoon when I can really put you in the spotlight I think it'll be really great thanks Ashraf alright thanks thanks for that Max Dupriere there you are I certainly think uh, well this is just my opinion and it's not just my opinion I think it's a very important opinion he's always been critical uh, and, and basically speaking truth to power and if we're going to knock people like him we'll rob of our country of, of, of the great people that made this country great in the first place so think about that right